Here at Siren Soapbox, we believe that if you wait until something is perfect to share it, then the world may never see it. This episode isn't our best work, but we sure are proud that we put ourselves out there. We are lifelong learners and explorers, and we lead by example. We want our early work to be proof of that. We've learned and grown so much over the last year, and if you're new here, we invite you to listen to our show starting with the most recent episode, then work your way back. You are not alone because there is strength in sisterhood. No one knows that better than Annie, Becky, Jess, Lauren, Mary, and Tracy. Six lovely sirens who have been through the storms of life and help one another through the other side. Join them in this safe space to unwind with these uniquely minded women as they sound off on a different topic each week with some tips and tricks for everyday quandaries along the way. They don't always agree, but they will always love each other. Now, let's dive into another amazing episode of The Siren Soapbox. Back to Siren Soapbox. Last week, we talked about random acts of kindness, and we all challenged each other to do something. Does anybody have anything that they would like to report? Sure, I'll start. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so I talked to last week about the um, 30 days of gratitude. Um, we did start working remote last week, so that made it a little more difficult with the um, sending cards into her office because the couriers don't like to come to your house. I don't understand. Um, but I did before we went, um, remote, one of the days was send flowers to someone that needs to pick me up. So I actually ordered flowers anonymously for my department and just told them how awesome they were and just didn't say who it was from, but, um, the whole department kind of needed to pick me up because, uh, it's been a rough year. So (laughs) I think that they enjoyed it. Um, they also have been getting just, um, random cards from other departments just saying thanks and Merry Christmas and things like that. So they were enjoying that and then um, ordered some flowers. So they enjoyed that as well. Very nice. So I'm, uh, my boyfriend and I are traveling right now. And one of our goals while we're traveling is to do random acts of kindness every day. So some of the things we've done is we, carry this little bag of candy canes with us everywhere we went. And anytime we ran into somebody who helped us in any way, you know, not not just helped us, but if we went up to a desk for something, we gave people candy canes. So like, um, the guy at the hotel and the, all of that kind of fun. And then we stopped at a store to buy something and we asked the lady, the, um, the cashier, what her favorite candy bar was. And then I ran back and got this, big box of that type of candy bar and we bought them and, uh, and gave them to her when we left. And we bought some, uh, some people that we met at, um, at a bar last night, bought them all around the shots. And, uh, I don't know, just random stuff like that, that we've done every day, little stuff, really little stuff, but it's so fun to see people's responses. It just like a, a silly little candy cane that made some people really happy. <laughs> so that's really cool. I uh, went through some of my old games and we dropped them off at Connor's um, school, not his online school, but um, the one he went to last year in person uh, for their morning care and afternoon care. So they have some more stuff to do, some new stuff to do. So that's what we did. Um, I would like to also announce that we are now streaming on Pandora too. So that's really exciting. Ooh. And this podcast will air on Christmas 2020. So the Sirens would like to wish you and yours a very happy, safe, and joyous holiday this season. Today, we're going to be talking about Christmas traditions, old and new. First up on her soapbox is TC. Um, So holiday traditions. This year, we talked a lot about holiday traditions, Christmas traditions. For us, we celebrate Christmas. And um, 
I live on an island. There it is. <laughs> and the, yes, the, you the weather, did it. <laughs> the weather doesn't really change there. So since I've moved there, um, I, it's just been a little more challenging to get into the Christmas spirit. But um, I used to have a collection of sea turtle Christmas ornaments. And my brother, uh, when he when when I discovered that I lost them somehow in the move, and I told him I was upset about it. And so he has spent the last year collecting sea turtle Christmas ornaments and sent them all to me in a box. So this year we bought a Christmas tree and we put up the, the sea turtle ornaments. That was a lot of fun. Um, but we've decided that our tradition, a new tradition, is going to be that we're going to travel every year over Christmas. Um, so last year we were traveling over Christmas and this year we're traveling over Christmas. So we decided to make that a tradition. And wherever we are, we're going to make... Um, biscuits and sausage gravy because that's one of dean's old traditions his he used to make sausage gravy and biscuits every christmas morning so we're going to continue that tradition and then um from my side my mom when we decorated the christmas tree we used to light candles and turn the lights out and turn the christmas tree lights on and so we did that this year when we decorated the christmas tree um and the other thing we did is we bought a travel journal so that we can start journaling about our travels, which won't be just for Christmas, but since we're going to travel every Christmas, that will become a new Christmas tradition, too. I think that's it. My family has always split Christmas between my mom and dad. My mom, we spend Christmas Eve with my dad. We spend Christmas Day with, and it's always been interesting I remember shortly after my parents divorced and my dad was getting his apartment set up, he had lawn chairs for furniture in the living room, but by God, he put up a Christmas tree and it's this cute little tiny Christmas tree and he had it dressed with a tree skirt that kind of covered and he had Christmas presents stacked all the way up underneath that and we always go over to my grandparents afterwards and... There's a tradition with the little kids, which we don't have too many little kids anymore. We shove them all in the basement or make them all go upstairs, and somebody rings the bells to indicate that Santa has been there. And we put all the Christmas presents under the tree, and they come running up, and voila, Santa has arrived. And uh, for my mom's family, we've always tried to do our immediate gift exchange and celebration and then go to my uncle's house for extended family and then try to get to midnight mass and that has always been a challenge because my uncle lives an hour and a half away and I remember this one year we were running late we ended up stuffing all four of us and all of our Christmas presents in my mom's geo metro and opening presents and the hour and a half drive to my uncle Tommy's and having to stuff everything back in the car for the drive home and it was just hilarious because we had this little metro just stuffed to the ceiling with wrapping paper and boxes and I think that was the last year we ended up doing both immediate family and extended family but we always uh, have had a pretty significant gift exchange and as we have gotten older it has prioritized more with spending time together and a lot of our gifts have moved more towards you know things to do together versus material gifts to, to exchange so it's been very interesting but it's primarily been centered around good food quality time who we got up next jess did you want to go yeah i can go ahead and go looks like uh looks like we have annie but she's still hopping on so um, I'm so, sure. are we doing yeah. things? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Annie, we're doing things. Oh, we're on our soapboxes. Jess, you can go last. We'll have Jess go next. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, we um, normally what we do in my family is we uh, open um, stockings on Christmas Eve. So we, in our family, we always go youngest to oldest and we, my mom is a crazy person and I love her, um, but she actually wraps everything in the stocking. So we go through and we open our stockings and you have to guess 
what it is and then um you open it and we go one at a time so um it's it's a lot of fun um because like i mean you get really good at guessing what everything is um there's always things like toothbrushes and toothpaste and deodorant and things like that and um but then there's always fun things like i'm terrified of spiders so there's always something spider in my stocking <laughs> no <Other> thanks <laughs> spider or a spider ornament or something like that there's always something like that in mine um and then uh so we go one at a time around opening the stockings um and then christmas day we open the presents um under the tree we usually spend the night at my um parents house and then christmas morning we do breakfast and then we open the presents under the tree this year my brother wanted to host because they just moved back um to the area from boston and uh got a a big house and we're really excited about hosting all the holidays but you know hashtag 2020 so um we are still going to hang out um we're going to go up christmas day and um thankfully it's a big enough house that we can social distance at the house and uh we're also since this is an air until christmas day i can tell them we're getting a big fire ring um it's going to be a present from me and ben and uh set it up outside and um try to have a, a big fire going so we can hang out outside and uh stay warm so it's cool. a good idea mary did you want to go next or did you want me to oh i don't care i can go next all right so uh growing up we always spent christmas day at my grandma's house my grandma mary whom i am named after i loved that woman um, so Christmas, we would always go over there on Christmas and we get together with all the cousins and many years, even the cousins from out of town would come in and celebrate. So it was the one time of year that we got to see the whole family on my mom's side of the family. And then at the, you know, in the evening, um, after I would have like an early dinner at grandma Mary's and I had to head over to grandma Jean's, who is my dad's mom also, whom I am named after <laughs> Mary Jean. And then we'd spend the entire, or we'd spend the evening on Christmas with the entire family on my dad's side of the family. So it was a lot of getting together with family. And as I got older and had my own kids, we started kind of doing our own tradition. When I was married, Wayne, his family would celebrate on Christmas Eve. And so my mom would make a uh, Christmas brunch. And we did that for a while. Wayne and I have been divorced now. This will be the seventh Christmas that we've spent apart. And the girls still hang out with Wayne on uh, Christmas Eve. Every Christmas Eve, they stay at his house, and Santa stops at uh, Wayne's place. And then I grab the kids mid-morning, and we have Christmas Day. Either Usually at my mom's. My mom will have a, a brunch still. We're not doing that this year. Um, so they'll just come to my place, Brandon my oldest son is going to pick them up and we're going to come here make a big breakfast just celebrate a little bit um but it's for us it's always we try to just make it mostly about family and less about presents like when we get together with my mom our favorite tradition is the white elephant so you just bring something from your house you wrap it up and bring it and then um you know you do like the dirty Santa game where you get to steal or pass or whatever. But uh, last year, my niece ended up with a handmade bowl by none other than Mark Allen Demko. And Brandon ended up with a home drug test kit. So you just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> a family white Christmas. So, um, you know, yeah, that's, that's it. We just try to make sure that we, oh, and now I have Mark and we do Christmas Eve mass with his boys and their mom and her fiance. So we'll go to Christmas Eve mass together and then we'll have Indian dinner together and uh, we'll celebrate with him and his kids, me and my kids in the afternoon on Christmas. So that's, a, that's a new tradition, lots of new things happening. So Cool. Yeah. Who's next? I guess I am up next. Um, Did I not go a full two minutes? I forgot to time you. <laughs> oh. 
I was I was rambling. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> I was like, surely she's going to finish soon. Oh, nope. There's more. We'll let her finish. <laughs> Why do we not have creepy Santa on the episode? That's, that's what I was waiting for. I did. You didn't hear it for yours, Jess? No. Oh, I, I heard it for I heard it for Jess's. I didn't hear it for me, though. That's why I just kept talking. I was like, I'm surely creepy Santa's going <laughs> to yell at me at any moment. Elsie, play it now so she'll quit talking. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> One second timer. There we go. Yeah, are you good now? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, is anybody else? kind of like me where you think you've got so much time before Christmas and then holy shit it's the week before <laughs> so that's where I'm at right now I'm totally unprepared I'm trying to think of Christmas traditions of past um I think my most cherished memories are going up to New Jersey most of my relatives live in New Jersey and my grandmother Matulowitz had two Christmas trees and the entire family would come together and the tree downstairs was all red, red ornaments, red, you know, probably tinsel. Cause it was like eighties, nineties, um, lights, everything was red on this tree and everybody would just pile downstairs and there were presents that seemed like they were stacked as high as the eye could see. And it was just craziness. And, you know, everybody was together. It was great. And, just chaos. So that was awesome. Um, when we had Connor, um, he's an only child, so he has a lot of toys <laughs> and we were doing the elf on the shelf thing. And one year he had two T-Rexes and my husband put elf like in between the T-Rexes and it looked like that scene from Jurassic park. I think two where the guy gets like split in half. I know it's like a morbid scene, but anyway, we're like, Oh, next year we should do movie scenes with elf. So we are in our, I believe this is our sixth year, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger each year. And now that Connor's older and he he's helping us out make making movie scenes with this elf and which is fun because now I can yeah, Penguin the Elf. I can incorporate things like fire and colored smoke now. <laughs> so we have a lot of fun with it. We got a couple people that really get into it, so it makes it fun. Um so yeah, that's that's our new Christmas tradition this year. Um, I didn't think I had anything to add for, there goes my Santa. Ha ha ha. Um, tonight when I get off of here, I'm doing a virtual white elephant with, uh, Jack's side of the family. So that'll be cool. But now we got Annie. And Annie totally knows what's going on. Just to be clear. Um, (laughs) I always like to start with that and join late. All good. Uh, so growing up, our Christmases were weird because my mom is very much yay Christmas and believes in Christmas, and my dad is a Jehovah's Witness. They're not big fans of Christmas. Um, they're very much not fans of Christmas. Uh, so my mom would always do something, and she would go all out with presents and stuff, but we had like a little ceramic tree, and she wouldn't make a big deal of it, and we would always do, she'd give us gifts. Um, the last day my dad worked of the year. So we'd clean up the house and then she'd give us gifts. We'd undo that whole Christmas thing just on a day, whatever day that happened to be. Um, and then clean it all up. So my dad really didn't like, he knew it was happening, but it wasn't like throwing it in his face that we were doing it. She was being very considerate. Um, but after they divorced, well, eventually I asked my dad and we got a giant tree, which was awesome. Um, so we would do a little bit that way. And then after they divorced, we would do Christmas up really big and decorate outside and have a giant tree. We've scaled it back in recent years because it was a lot of work, but it's really more about family and, you know, we like to decorate together. Um, those kind of elements of it and just really being grateful that we can do a lot of it. And it's always been less about the day for us. We'll still we'll go to my grandpa's on Christmas Eve and do that. But it's not like, you know, oh, it's got to be Christmas Day. We'll just hang out and open gifts and have fun. And I haven't heard Santa, but that's got to be two minutes. So. You are so close. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep talking. I'm just going to keep going. What else? 
We're going to go. We did Holiday and Lights this year at Sharon Woods. That was fun. Oh, nice. Very social distanced. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> you made it. TC's putting on a hat. Are you going to your dinner? I am. I am. Thank you for spending time with us. Thank you. Thanks for letting me go first. And uh, I can't wait to hear the rest of this podcast that I'm going to miss right now. Enjoy your dinner. I'm already going to miss you, Tracy Cole. Thank you. That's our other tradition that I forgot to um, mention, though, is that we, we buy new santa hats every christmas and we wear them while we travel oh i have before you hang up tracy you can like on the way into the restaurant just listen real quick tracy one year bought this gigantic roll of wrapping paper from costco so that she could wrap up blankets that she got for the hodge girls and that was gosh that had to have been like christmas 2014 Maybe yeah. 2015. I think it was Christmas 2014, though. It was a long time ago. And this wrapping, this roll of wrapping paper is ridiculous. I'll post a picture of it on the social medias. But I was like, um, I'm going to keep this, and I'm going to let you know how many years it takes me to use this wrapping paper. I have done things like left it at ex-boyfriend's house, and he, Brian, like drove it down and dropped it off at my place because I was like, dude, I need that wrapping paper. But this is... <laughs> 2020 and i am still i bet this wrapping paper is going to last another decade so more to report i'll send you pictures that's awesome i love that (laughs) very funny i love wrapping paper oh i have a giant roll that you left that that i have from you i think from last year too jess i think it's like mermaid or She's got her mask on. It's serious. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. See you guys. Bye. Jess, I think the one that I have from you is like Santa sharks. Yes. I still have those. Those are from Aldi and they're like super thick. Like the Oh my gosh. This thing's going to last one million Christmases too. The girls are excited that we finally have a new wrapping paper in the house. (laughs) Thanks for that. (laughs) <laughs> Aldi did not disappoint. I had a, uh, I got the Christmas sharks and uh, mermaids with ugly Christmas sweaters and dinosaurs carrying Christmas trees on their backs. Awesome. Nice. It's amazing. That's awesome. I'm on two ends of the spectrum. I'm either hoarding all the Christmas bags that I can reuse next year and then just shove everybody's present in a tiny bag or I do a different wrapping paper for each person which makes well, it nice. this wrapping paper that that I have from Tracy Cole is reversible so on one side it's like Ooh. plaid and on the other side it's like I don't know snowflakes or something you think I know because I literally have <laughs> used it every year since 2014 but um so I wrap one of the girls on one side and the other girls on the other and Brandon just he Brandon always just gets like money or a gift card so I usually just give him like a little box you know whatever so but I mean just so we can picture how much are you actually wrapping Um, that's a good question. I will, I'll have to look back and see if I have pictures. Like Brian Parmentier one year wrapped Gracie's skateboard in this wrapping paper. And I mean, wrapped every bit of the skateboard, wrapped every, like it looked like a skateboard wrapped in wrapping paper. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, we, I give them, I don't know. I probably wrap maybe three or four things per person each year. So not a whole lot, but still, I mean, it's. It's pretty awesome if you buy wrapping paper once a decade. That's pretty environmentally <laughs> friendly. <laughs> the wrapping paper industry does not think so. Oh, no. God, they're going to hear this and they'll be like, stop selling it immediately. <laughs> we have to make sure it goes bad after one Christmas. We need to make it into smaller rolls. <laughs> or dissolves. Yeah. <laughs> January fourth. <laughs> Best, <by, clears throat> Best by June of twenty twenty one. Self destruct. 
Speaking of Best Buy and traditions, there is a beer. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that I'm going to forget the name of the brewery. But they brew a beer every year, and it's Best Buy 1-1-whatever. So their Best Buy 1-1-21 is out. So Mark and I will pick up a six-pack of that to have on New Year's Eve, hopefully. That, nice. that's, a, that's a fun tradition. What happens if you don't drink it? <laughs> um, you it self-destructs. Into... Oh. We can't Obviously. risk that. Obviously, we can't risk finding out what would happen. Yes. Yeah. This is true. By the date, so we usually do Christmas Day with Ben's family, and they do like a gigantic meal. And we all know that Gwen is an amazing cook, and I'm really sad that we're not going to be doing that this year mm -hmm. because food, and I love food. That <laughs> is sad. Did your Thanksgiving? Just so all the suds know, did your Thanksgiving plan work out where you were visiting everybody and you guys were happy with how it turned out? It did. It was really good. Except for Ben and I tried to make, um, we instead of doing like a big old turkey, like because everyone was on their own for like the meat, like we all just made sides and desserts or whatever. Um, so Ben and I just decided to get some turkey drumsticks and just make them. And they were flavored really well, but they turned out really tough. Oh, that's a, mm. that's disappointing. But we just had to eat extra, like, you know, potatoes and sides. Which was fine. Shucks. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, darn, I have to eat more pie. Yeah, that really makes me want to just eat a giant turkey leg, like, from the Renaissance Festival. Oh, yeah. It was good. We tried to make it in the sous vide and, like... Cause we'd never done anything in a sous vide before, but Raleigh has one. So we were just like, sure, let's try it. And, what, uh, what is that word that you said? Sous vide. It's like, a basically like circulates water and keeps it a consistent temperature. So you put whatever you're cooking in a bag in the water and it just like holds it at that temperature. So instead of like putting it in an oven where the oven can fluctuate or cook unevenly, it cooks it at a consistent temperature all around for however long you put it in. Hmm. Does that make the turkey really moist? Well, she said it was tough. No, oh, it's in right. a bag. It's in a water, like a waterproof bag. Like you're you laughing because you feel it in a bag. <laughs> yes, because I'm wondering how many suds are like. Are you laughing because you said I... moist? Yes. That should be an episode. What words <laughs> are triggers for you? I don't know if I have any trigger words. How exciting is that, you guys? We're on Pandora now. We have to open Pandora's box. Huh? No. Do that's it. What words? What are we are on? I got it written down. Yeah, we're on five. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn. And did I say Pandora? No. Yeah. And Podbean. Podbean and so six, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Go us. <laughs> I would have starting siren. Starting 2020, I would have never thought <laughs> be on those things. That's crazy. I know. It's so much fun. I'm having a good time with you girls. I'm glad we're doing this. Me too. It gives me something to look forward to every week for sure. Oh, that's a new tradition too. Talking about Christmas traditions on the Siren Soapbox. <laughs> and Annie's still just like, meh, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. So another fun tradition that Mark's side of the family, they're really his friends, that they do is they have um, Fancy Eve and his friend A and her husband hasn't always been her husband, but it's always been a hosts fancy Eve. And it started one year because she was a bridesmaid and like, I don't know the actual number. So I'll just make up a number that's really close to the actual number. She was a bridesmaid in like 53 weddings one year or something. <laughs> it wasn't that many. Anyway, she was like, I bought all these fucking dresses to wear one time bullshit 
we're having fancy Eve. So she had a New Year's Eve party and made like six costume changes or something throughout the night. She just <laughs> she wore every single one of her bridesmaids dress bridesmaids dresses again that evening. So that's how it started. And it evolved and the first year Mark and I were together. So this will be our let's see, we have been together two years. So it was twenty 18 her and her now husband had sparkly eve and all of their friends were there because their friends come every year and everybody like i bought this really cool purple top that had like sparkly um straps and mark had this really cool like geode um you know lapel pin that we made it was just a lot of fun and they had a surprise wedding that that new year's eve and dan got married in front of all of their friends and family that was a lot of fun that is so sweet yeah um i i want to have a sparkly eve now (laughs) (laughs) i know doesn't it sound like fun it sounds glitter we should totally have annie come she'd love that we should have it at her house yeah i like glitter at any one of your houses (laughs) Glitter is when it's be. at your house, Annie. When it's at your house. Uh, we should glitter bomb Annie. <laughs> Send her a present, a package, and it just explodes. I'm not opening anything from you guys anymore. <laughs> now I know. If I wasn't afraid of Annie, like, unfriending me in real life, I might do that. <laughs> She's such an introvert. You just want, you would never know. You would just never hear from her again. She'd just be like, poof. <laughs> Where's she? I haven't heard from Annie in a while. (laughs) And her glitter. You don't realize the silence is intentional. (laughs) So she can sneak away. (laughs) Might be another extrovert to adopt me. (laughs) So, Annie, was... Can I ask a question about Christmas growing up? Sure. With your with your uh, father. So he, what would happen if, like, if there, this probably gets more into the religious thing. Maybe we shouldn't break Christmas with you guys. Was it like a big, did you have to keep it a secret from the rest of the church that you guys had your one day of presents and your ceramic tree or what was that like? Do you, or do you even know? Cause you were too little. Um, so it's not really so much keeping it from the church um figuring that I wasn't really in the JWs and my mom wasn't and my brother really wasn't either it was just kind of my dad um it was more that he would just get upset and just be annoyed for most of the holiday season yeah yeah and the bigger we did it up probably the more annoyed he was I would assume (laughs) like poking the bear yeah (laughs) He now has neighbors, though, that, like, go all out. Well, does he get annoyed by that? Yes. They're not even, like, they're not even any relation to him. They're a little excessive, even from, I I love Christmas, but it's like, damn. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I feel bad for him, and also it cracks me up a little bit that it's just, like, right there. (laughs) So there's this house over here on the west side. They have a, they've like permanently put a street sign in their driveway that says Santa Claus Boulevard or something. And it's a little private drive and it connects like five or six houses. And they all just litter their entire properties with lights and blow up things and reindeers and Santas and all of the things, elves everywhere. It's like Christmas puked, except for like the one house in the way back whose <laughs> driveway everyone uses to turn around when they're like driving through the place. Those guys probably are annoyed. I hope that that's not the, I hope that. <laughs> Oh my God! What if that person is like Jewish or something? A Jehovah's Witness. Yes. <laughs> by all of this Christmas, it didn't even occur to me until just now that that's probably the case. Some oh, poor no. person. <laughs> anyway, it's a lot of fun. It's a fun little <laughs> drive through. All of the kids enjoy it, and all of the houses that participate, they like stand out outside on the weekends and give out candy canes to the kids and stuff. Like they Aww. invite people to come back. So I guess if it were that big of a deal, they wouldn't be inviting people to come back. So um, yeah, but there's just that one house that doesn't participate. <laughs> it's funny. 
So Annie, the lights are you... like a lot of work though. Oh God. Yeah. I felt I that this year. I have outdoor lights that are like all prepared. And then I figured out that none of my outlets are on switches. So I have to buy a switch. And I was like, you know what? It's just can't do this. It's just too much. Yeah, I did not put any lights up this year either. This is the first time since I've owned a home that I did not put Christmas lights up. I didn't put up anything for Halloween either this year. Can do a timer. Do timers. That's what I do on my Christmas tree. The plug is on the back of the tree, and I'm just like, I'm going to do a timer because I'm not climbing to the back of the tree. (laughs) That's what Mark does. The moment that was a great excuse for me. It was my own personal excuse for like, oh. I mean, I'm not saying anything because I tried. (laughs) I know I plugged in the lights to make sure they worked, and then I was done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just there you go. We did not get into it very much this year either. We've got one little star thing, and that's it. And then we bought a smaller pre-lit tree. Because we didn't feel like getting the big tree down and putting all those ornaments on. I'm like, the thought of having to take them all off, I'm just like, no, not doing it this year. So. I put a tree up this year, which I figure is pretty good. Yeah, how's Oliver's eye? Um, so they don't actually think it's from that. Oh, no, it's pretty. <laughs> it's color and. Yeah, it functions. Oh, very nice. Ooh. That's awesome. And it has and different now settings. Potty. So I'm going to walk away for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so Annie, his I... eyes are okay. Oh, still good. Cone. He's still Poor getting baby. three times a day. Not to come out, are you? No more cone of shame? Oh, no. Still cone of shame. Goop in his eye three times a day. Uh, but it's finally looking better, so that's all we care about. No little kitty eye patches? No. Dang it. No. Well. But, but Annie, they think I... it wasn't actually the Christmas tree, so that's good news, too. Woohoo! That is good news. All right, I'm going to try one more time. Annie, I gotta ask. Did your dad, was he a Jehovah's Witness before he married your mom? And then your mom's just like, no, I'm not subscribing to that. That is a complicated story that's really theirs to tell. Okay. That's fair enough. I'll just say, that wasn't a small factor in the divorce, but. That's interesting. It's kind of hard when you believe two different things. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. I I have so many questions about that. But maybe for another episode. them offline. (laughs) But that is their story to tell. Just more about Jehovah's Witness stuff, not necessarily their relationship. Is it fascinates me because I've heard very culty things about it. It is definitely a fascination with the other one. It would be in the intense religious category. Let's go with that. Hmm. I feel like there's some casual religions where people are more casually part of them. And there are less casual religions. And depending on where you are located, if you are a Jehovah's Witness, um, that varies a lot. But they are their belief system is very interesting. I'll give them that. There are Christmas and Easter religions, and then there are. <laughs> what's their, what's the reasoning, do you know? Like, why do they not celebrate holidays and birthdays and all that kind of stuff? So, as has been explained to me, which, eh, um, they believed that when Jesus died, his whole kind of, like, he lived a more celebratory life. Is he had moments where they celebrated together with his apostles, and then they take his commandment as we celebrated now, but now that Jesus has died, we don't celebrate again until he comes back. Well, that's no fun. (laughs) It really isn't. (laughs) I mean, that kind of makes sense, though. 
Yeah. But yeah, they're very fascinating. They've got really good websites, honestly, if you want to just kind of wander down that path of <laughs> that rabbit oh, hole. That rabbit hole. <laughs> I am. Uh, it's like a YouTube rabbit hole, but you'll just keep falling farther into it and be like, ah, ah. But they are very scripture motivated, so you learn a lot about the Bible. Interesting. It all depends on if you wanted to or not when you started down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I think Mary fell in. I think so. Lies. I heard everything. <laughs> <laughs> she just needed another I just drink. needed another drink. That's right, Jess. Yeah, that is interesting. I think I would love to talk to... Um, it would be... We should... I want to have a, I want to have some religion episodes where we get some people on with different backgrounds and just talk about it. That'd be so much fun and interesting. Well, Agreed. just wait around. The Jehovah's Witnesses will knock on your door. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Mary, your cat jumped out from your window. It scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Got cats. I've got the bird over there. She's like, "Hey, Aww, Oliver. It's Oliver. <clears throat> hey, bird. Hi, Oliver. Oliver in your cone. Miserable. All right, guys. I got a question for you. Okay. Do you? Well, Mary might not remember because she's older. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I love you. That means I should remember more, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So do you think back? Let's ask the question first. Let's see. Think back to when you were a kid and you were asleep, trying to sleep in bed and the excitement you felt waiting for Santa Claus. Do you guys remember what that was like? Yeah, I remember that. Have you experienced that level of excitement since? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been excited about a lot, a lot of things. Like what? Like I, I, like I was so excited to visit Tracy in St. Croix. That level of excitement that was pretty real and recent. So, um, I don't know. I try to find something to be excited about all the time. I'm excited about our manatee trip in February. That's Woo-hoo! exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I think. I think so. What about you guys? My excitement is always more, um, like, during the day, like, more of, like, an anxious, always, like, ready for it. Um, Like, really hoping that um, January 4th happens. Kauai, uh, mayor of Kauai, if you happen to be listening to this, I will hunt you down. Um, But, yeah. Uh, no, I've always been a really good sleeper, so not really being able to fall asleep has never really been an issue, unless, like, it's been a not being able to shut my brain off kind of thing. Ben really hates it. Um, in fact, I've been, like, almost asleep before in that, like, half-awake thing, and I've heard him go, uh, you suck. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like that, too, but... When I'm excited, it's not that I can't sleep. It's just that I go to sleep kind of, like, giddy. I'm just kind of, like, for those of you who aren't watching that, that was me smiling and laughing as I fell asleep with a big <laughs> smile. I think. So it's, like, that's what it's like. It's I think awesome. my parents always telling me, the faster you go to sleep, the faster it'll get here. I think that always worked for me because it was, like, oh, okay. Yeah, me too. But what about that level of excitement? Have you felt that? Well, I guess for Hawaii, you feel that? And a sense of dread that it's not going to happen when I want it to. But, you know, it'll happen eventually. When the timing is right. Right. I think with all, like, adult things, it's not like when you're a kid, when you're like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so great. But it's, like, after stuff happens. So, like, when you get on the flight to Hawaii and you're sitting in your seat and you're like, we're going to Hawaii. This is happening. Like, we're going. <laughs> I'll have two bourbons, like, please. <laughs> like, 
graduating, buying a house, all the things, like, when you're like, oh, my God, this this happened. This was a thing. Um, but I feel like it's more of a delayed when you're like, I should be excited. And then, like, 30 minutes later, you're like, oh, I am. That happened. So I feel like with the adult stuff, there's responsibilities that are tagged along with that, too. Like, buying a house. It's like, okay, now I have a mortgage. And now, like, what if something breaks? Or I was trying to think, like, I was really excited for Connor and I couldn't sleep the night before as I was going in for a C-section, but I'm like, that was really excited, but also scared and nervous too. Yeah. I mean, it's the only thing I have to compare is, you know, trips. And then even that it's all the packing and planning and stuff. So yeah, you're right. And it's not until you're until in the car. On the you don't plane, have to like, plan oh. 18 things for every day, Elsie. Yes, I do. <laughs> Well, and I think gift giving, like I never understood when I was a kid. I don't think I was a very good gift giver either when I was younger. I'm just kind of like, I wrapped up a thing for you. Sorry. <laughs> I hope you like it. But like now I put more thought into my gifts, I hope. Um, so seeing someone like open up something that they didn't know they were getting or something, if you find like the perfect present for someone, it's almost like that excitement. Yeah. See, that's I feel true. like that's a lot of pressure, Annie. I really do. That part of Christmas is hard for me. I think gift giving and receiving is maybe not one of my love languages. And Mark's going to hear this because he listens to all the episodes. And that's totally one of his love languages. So I try, but I always feel like I'm not very good at it. I think you are, Mer. I think think so, too. I'm trying to, like, remember. Yeah, you're trying to remember how memorable my memorable gifts are. Um, hi, Dory. Dory is my spirit animal. (laughs) But I overthink gifts too. I think that's part of it when you're like, well, what if they don't like that? Which is why now you guys just all get the same thing. So that if one of you hates it, the rest of you has to explain to the other one why it's good. (laughs) Which is an obligation in case you didn't realize. Good job. (laughs) I missed that in the fine print of your wrapping paper. (laughs) Oh, no, it's written on there. Oh. You must explain to anyone who who thinks this gift is crap that it's not. (laughs) Several reasons why. (laughs) I can't think of a crappy gift I've gotten from anybody. Well, okay. My husband's kind of a special gift giver. (laughs) Hey, I still love him. Has anybody had any, like, horrible, horrible gifts? No. Oh, no, but I do have a funny story about a gift. All right, first of all, Mark is an amazing gift giver. Every gift he's ever given me is awesome. I want him to know that when he hears this episode. (laughs) This This story is not about him. So, this story had to be deleted from this episode. Oh, I do. I'm regretting talking about it. All right. I don't know why, but I am. Straight from what we were talking about before to all of us talking about how much we love Dyson's. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just be like, "Uh, I missed something. Like, that didn't flow very well. (laughs) (laughs) So, the only um, Black Friday shopping Mark ever did was to buy a Dyson. Because they had one for, it was, I don't know, it was like some ridiculous bargain at a target or something so thanksgiving night midnight he hopped in his car and headed up to walmart to get that dyson and he said it was worth it every second of it (laughs) nice i really want a roomba but i'm not good enough about cleaning up the cat toys that i think that that would work i would probably end up breaking it with like milk rings and you know little fuzzy fish and stuff yeah, I have too much clutter. Clutter doesn't bother me, therefore it happens. <laughs> so I cleaned Ours. up, related story, cleaned up all the cat toys this weekend and swept, like, my whole house. And all of them were put away. I was like, oh, this is so nice. And then Oliver comes down the steps with part of his cat tree that he pulled off. <laughs> like, oh, I got a new toy. <laughs> this is, like, the one day. It's actually clean. He's like, look at this one. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
we have a bowl that all ours go in and then inevitably as soon as they put them all in the bowl gus climbs up there and just starts pulling them all out must have all of them (laughs) our Roomba gets stuck on all the wires Oh, I so we see how that would be a problem. Yeah, so we don't use it very often, but we got a skin for it, so it looks like BB-8, and when it's running, we like to rock, walk around and be like, move, ball, just like in Star Wars, because <laughs> we're dorks. You guys are funny. Ben actually runs, like, he, he doesn't like wires being out, so that's the plus side. He, like, you know, runs all the wires through the walls and stuff like that, so we don't have wires, we just have cat toys and I would worry about breaking a like $800 you know vacuum or however much they are I don't even know mine was a gift one year (laughs) so I don't know can Ben come to my house and do that then (laughs) if uh if he hung out long enough he probably would he'd be like oh no this is this is gonna go (laughs) nice glasses thanks so did, I can see, I can see you guys. That's good. No, I mean in a reflection. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Uh. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I only said like I only. <laughs> I only said like twenty two percent of the thought that was in my head. I, I can see you guys in the reflection of my sunglasses. Annie, welcome back. <laughs> Anybody have any good stories about how they found out Santa wasn't real? I really don't remember. Really? (laughs) It was my first nerdy moment. I looked Uh at the the handwriting that Santa put on my gift and compared it to the handwriting that my mom put on my gift. Oh, mom! (laughs) (laughs) She didn't even try. She didn't even do, like, the left-hand thing. Yeah. Like, Santa sucks at writing. Brandon, he was like 10 years old, and he asked me what Wayne and I were getting him for Christmas. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, we'll just talk, we'll just see what Santa's bringing. I like, you know, just trying to beat her on the bush. And he was like, well, okay, but like, what are you and Wayne getting me? And I was like, I don't know. What are you getting at? And he was like, Mom, is there really a Santa Claus? It's not going to hurt my feelings if you just tell me the truth. <laughs> I was like, nobody, nobody, there's no Santa Claus. Oh, my God, make sure you put a warning and a spoiler alert. Don't let your believer Don't listen. Don't let little kid listen. Blitz we're listed. Mommy. We're listed as explicit, so. <laughs> oh, good. Thank God. Whew. Don't let the kids Don't listen anyway. some little kid's Christmas. Although I will tell you that I believe that, you know, Santa Claus, the one person who drops down your chimney and drops shit off every one, one night a year. While I don't believe that I do believe in Santa Clauses and I believe in like the spirit of Santa and giving Mm -hmm. and, you know, I think that's how, that's how miracles happen is people do kind things for each other. And that makes me feel good about humanity. So that is one of my favorite things about this time of year is you really get to see the good in people. It is good. One of my favorite memories of a Christmas memory is like, speaking of me being a really good sleeper, this tells you how good a sleeper I am. Snow one Christmas and outside of the roof, um, outside of my bedroom was the roof over the porch. And my parents went and, um, opened the window in my bedroom and used a broomstick to put little hoof prints in the snow on the roof uh like of the porch and uh I slept right through it and then the next morning I was just like oh my gosh reindeer prints like you know that is awesome so like one of my like favorite memories is just like the little that's fine. Little of prints on the roof. That is really cool. So, yeah. And, and we always leave carrots out for the reindeer, in addition to the cookies for Santa. That's very thoughtful. In contrast to that, my sister and I were at my grandma's house one year. 
we were, it's my dad's mom's house. And uh, it was, I think, for some reason, we might have been there on Christmas Eve. So it was me and my little sister, Michelle. We're 11 months apart. We were probably like five and four or something like that. And we were at my grandma Jean's and my dad, who we only saw like a couple times a year. So he's kind of a stranger anyway. He comes in and he has Santa Claus tied up. Okay. <laughs> He's got Santa Claus tied up on Christmas Eve because he went out and caught him while Santa was on the roof. Like they did the whole (laughs) jingle bells and all. And we were like, what's going on? Next thing you know, my here comes in my dad with Santa Claus tied up. It was like my Uncle Ronnie in a Santa Claus suit or something. But me and my sister were like, we started bawling. We're like, my dad kidnapped Santa Claus. What the hell's happening right now? It's gonna be on the naughty list the for sure. This moment, oh, it was. I mean, looking back now, it's hilarious. I mean, these are the things that I think about and uh, remember why I'm a traumatized adult and should be a comedian. <laughs> that literally could be something from a movie. I swear, that is crazy. Oh, yeah, like the opening of an Amy Schumer movie. <laughs> That's what I picture. <laughs> oh gosh. So oh, yeah, m- mine's not as good as yours. <laughs> when <laughs> the year before Connor like officially asked me if Santa Claus was real or not, we we could tell he was questioning things. So I borrowed a Santa suit, and we set up the game camera in the living room. So. And it was set to pictures. So you see, like, us looking around, like, what is that noise? And then in the next scene, Jack has got a shotgun in the living room, like, looking around. And then, you know, he goes, we go to bed. And then all of a sudden, Santa's on the game camera. And then we went as far as having Santa pose next to Connor while he was asleep and getting pictures of it. Showing Connor the next day, like, oh, see, he's real. So then we opened up Pandora's box. Speaking of Pandora, he wanted to do that for the Easter Bunny, for, you know, Tooth Fairy. He wanted to get everybody on the game camera. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We wanted to squeeze one more year of magic out. (laughs) So now you got to find an Easter Bunny costume and... No, he knows now. Did you do it? Did you do it with the other with the other holidays? No, I think we were the batteries were dead or whatever. Like we make up some excuse oh, yeah, every yeah. time. And then it wasn't too long yeah. after that he's like he was sitting down next to me. He's like, Mom and I knew that I knew it. The way he said mom, I'm like, Oh god, here comes the question. I'm not ready for it. Is Santa Claus real? And as soon as I went to open my mouth, he covered it. And I'm like talking to him, and I'm like, do you not really want to know? And he's like, I know. And I'm like, all right. So it was very non-dramatic, unlike my experience when I was in the second grade and crying on my dad's lap for two hours. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like my experience was traumatic, too. I'm not ready to talk about it. Maybe next year, sirens. There we go. Something to look forward to. (laughs) How was that for drama? (laughs) Stay tuned next year. Right. Plus, you have to hear Tracy's story, too, because hers is kind of, I, I think hers is kind of sad. Aww. But anyway, yeah. But it's, Elsie, you have to wrap it up so that you can take care of Elfie Elf. I know, and I got my white elephant, too. Do you want to close us out? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I sure do. Um, well, I guess you can hear us on Pandora now, <laughs> as well as... Yeah, Podbean, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Audible. Also, the question of the week to our suds is, we would love to hear about your holiday traditions, old and new. Uh, Just respond to us in our Facebook posts or on Instagram or Twitter. We can't wait to hear from you. We'll put your name in a drawing for some really fun merchandise. And until next time... Dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Did you hear Tracy?
been listening to another episode of Siren Soapbox. Before you go, please show your support by subscribing and leaving an honest review for the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay connected to the Sirens on Facebook at Siren Soapbox. And if you haven't already, tell your community about the Siren Soapbox so they can join this thriving sisterhood too. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.